Welcome to the Bread and Circuses Podcast, brought to you by Digital Pizza, where your hosts talk about anything they damn well please. So strap in while Rome burns and enjoy this shit show. to the Bread and Services podcast. This is Crow with Rooster calling in uh, remotely on this episode. Well, not as remotely as we probably sound, but remotely, yes. I think we sound, I think we sound even more like we're in the same room than usual. Really? Yeah, I think we're actually, we sound like we're on the same mic. <laughs> are, you, are you saying that just so we don't have to look, each other, look at each other when we do this then? So yeah, so this is how we do it from now on. I'm from the bunker, and you're from the from the head office, the headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never have to leave my home. Yeah, my home so away from home, ta- I should say. I hear it takes three people to make up for me being gone. <laughs> yeah, la- last last episode was a a humdinger. <laughs> if, if I had to put it into a phrase, there was a little bit of alcohol involved in that. A little bit, yeah. It uh, it. Uh, not not me so much because I'm 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 somewhat as people know a teetotaler a little bit, but uh, Sparrow Hockey was just hitting that bottle hard. <laughs> so who was who was the newbie Falcon or who? No Falcon. Well, Falcon is new. I've recorded with Falcon in the past on a different uh, different show. Not to okay. make you jealous. Yeah. And then uh, um, Blue Jay is new. He's uh, actually Blue Jay is a listener. So, okay. And he, he said, you know what? doesn't sound that hard. I think I can do it. I said, sit <laughs> and down. And he was right. Open your yap. Let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not quite how it went. I'm just giving him some shit. He actually yeah. didn't have any idea that I was recording tonight. And I was in a, at a, an event that he was at. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, Rooster may or may not be able to join us, depending on uh, connection quality and all that. Uh just in case, why don't you come over and we'll 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 get an episode. We'll we'll record an episode, and if uh, Rooster can call in, you know, so be it. Turned out Rooster couldn't call in, but we got the episode. So, well, the reason Rooster couldn't call in was I was gone all week for a uh, work trip, so we didn't get to record at our usual time. We would have actually been fine this week had you not recorded over episode 78 <laughs> with the new 78, which used to be 79. Oh, I see. I, okay. You got to rub it in now again, again, yet again. I put it, I but, put it, uh, I put it on my post and then you had to put it on the Facebook post and now uh, you're rubbing it again. I see. I see how this is. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it on the Facebook post, go there and like that post yeah. anyway. Um, so then we, I didn't get back until Thursday night or Friday night. And then I had a, birthday party for my son and stuff all day today. And, uh, we really are, uh, we're busy tomorrow. So, and tomorrow's the day we put episodes in, so it just really didn't work. So that's why we're doing this the way we're doing this. So, yeah, but, but I did, I did bring a bonus substitution, this one-time substitution for would you rather, which we can get to later. And it might bore some people, but I think it could be pretty good. Gets a little personal, Uh oh, but, uh, not, not exceedingly so. Not, so. not docs worthy. Not not, not SWAT worthy. <laughs> no, nah, no, I don't think uh, I don't think it'll give away anything. Right, no one's going to be able to SWAT us from from sussing out who we are from uh, from these personal answers. 
Yeah, I hope not to be swatted because you know that would that would be bad. Yep. Okay. People get killed with that stuff. So, but you uh, last week you talked about all the good stuff. You talked about the Trump impeachment yep. and yeah, and uh, you even talked about as... twitchy eyed Greta Thunberg and yeah, we talked about the uh, the guy who donated a million dollars or more to charity and then had uh had social or had a reporter dig into his old social media and find out he's a racist so do you know that do you see that bill burr predicted that he was on like fallon and he said uh he said you know the next time you go back 15 years in someone's stuff they should go back 15 years in yours yeah so let's see how that goes <laughs> and it did it happened yeah the reporter got fired <laughs> well from what i saw the reporter stuff was worse you know, well, it's worse because uh, contextually, it's worse because the guy who his tweets are from a, being sixteen year old. Who's who, what sixteen year old doesn't say stupid shit? Yeah, but he just he made some jokes that I mean, you could call him racist if you wanted to, but but the I, the, the the guy who donated the money. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I legitimately call those uh, like bigoted or racist jokes. I would. But I mean, when you're when you're sixteen, can you? Can you really be bigoted and racist? Do you really know enough to, or are you just regurgitating well, I think, I think, stereotypes? I think most people would say that people saying bigoted or racist things are speaking out of ignorance anyway. So, yeah, but I, I just think if you if you say something at that age, you probably you're probably more colored by stereotypes. Oh wait, see what I did there, Greta Thunberg. You're probably more tainted by oh. uh, stereotypes. I was just uh, stuck on thinking about Greta. Greta. So she's a 16-year-old that has no business having being thrust in the spotlight. Well, you and I have talked about this before. You feel bad for her. Oh, absolutely. Because her parents are sort of throwing her out there. Yeah. I just, I don't understand why anyone thinks she's an authority on anything and why anyone should listen to her. Well, you know, the wisdom of children, Rooster, the wisdom of children. Look, I've got children and I love them to death and they're <laughs> smart kids, but uh, I don't want them making you know, international policy on anything. I believe that children are our future. Yeah, and she's dead. She overdosed on crack. Lead the way. So. Show them I, all the beauty. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. So. Um, all right, well, what do we have to talk about? Well, There's I, no whiteboard here, so. Yeah, first, and I don't, did you, were you able to hear the intro music? No, I wasn't. Oh, well, I was I was surprised. I'm like, does Rooster hear this? Does he just think I'm being very quiet <laughs> for a long time? But I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I think, did. I think you figured it out. So um that you're not gonna hear the the audio from this. Um well there's a... this is from the article I'm gonna read from is from InfoWars. So that's Alex Jones website. So you you gotta I guess Who take we've it. had on the show. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, we have. <laughs> Or or reasonable facsimile. Or reasonable facsimile, yes. Um, so take that for what it's worth. But um, his, the article is from Jamie White, and it says, War on free speech. New York City criminalizes the term illegal alien. Violation of these new hate laws is punishable by fines up to $250,000 per offense. So, um, so this is going to be, obviously, the article is going to be written with a little bit of a you know, jaundiced eye towards, you know, any, any of these, you know, lefty government things, but I'm going to start reading a little bit here. Did you just use the phrase jaundiced eye? Were you impressed or no? Um, I, I sort of feel like you're flipping through one of those, you know, how we have the creative cursing book. Yeah. I feel like you're flipping through one of those 
uh, you know, sort of sound smart kind of thesaurus for saying conversational sayings like how to be an interesting person in a conversation say jaundiced eye uh you'll 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 never you'll never know if i'm doing that or not all right let me close the book here all right no we'll know um all right so in a shocking attack on the first amendment new york city has banned the term illegal alien and criminalized threatening to call ice on illegal immigrants NYC Commission on Human Rights released a 29-page directive on Thursday outlining new legal enforcement guidance and actions against decrimin... Oh, discrimination, sorry. Uh, based on immigration status and national origin. If you want to come into the ultimate city of immigrants and try to speak spread hate, you will face the consequences, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio tweeted, with the, and he attached the uh, unconstitutional directive. So the direct, yeah, so he's got the directive here from the Commission on Human Rights and it looks very legal. So he's, so he puts this tweet out. If you want to come to the ultimate city of immigrants and try to spread hate, you will face consequences. And then he puts this very official looking um, document that says, yeah, you are a bigot and a racist. So if you say this, you will go to um, prison and die. Well, not quite You will that not far. pass go. You will not yeah. collect $200. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's basically, it's basically, um the officialness of this makes it makes it's supposed to make people like oh shit i better i better watch my p's and q's so yeah it says from the new york post the restrictions violations of which are punishable by fines of 250,000 per offense are outlined um blah 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 so alien used in many laws to refer to a non-citizen person is a term that may carry negative connotations and dehumanize immigrants marking them as other reads one passage in the memo the use of certain language, including illegal alien and illegals, with the intent to demean, humiliate, or offend a person or persons constitutes discrimination. The directive also lists several hypothetical examples of acts and comments that would violate these restrictions. Do you want to hear a couple of these examples? Yeah. A hotel prohibits its housekeepers from speaking Spanish while cleaning because it would offend hotel guests or make them comfortable, reads one scenario. Uh, have you anything to say about that one? Um, well, that one, I don't think you can, I don't think as an employer, you can legitimately tell people they can't speak their native language at work. Okay. Like if I've heard this one before, this has happened before you have, uh, you know, servers at a restaurant and bus people at a restaurant who speak Spanish or something like that, some native language and they get fired because of it. Or, uh, well, there was that one where, um, the what and I realized this is sort of different, but this woman got mad at uh, some people talking in a restaurant, and she hit one of them with a glass. She was like speaking English or something like that, but um, you know they found that she didn't have any grounds for doing that because you know they have the right to speak whatever language they want. Yeah, and if if she committed a crime, she committed a crime. I don't I don't think you should wrap. Yeah, that. there should be no difference between that crime and, and a so called hate crime. That's what I'm getting right about. And there should be a law, you know, whatever. Um, so the next the next uh, case, they have a store owner tells two friends who are speaking Thai while shopping in his store to speak English and go back to your country, reads another. Now, that might be rude, but there's in no way should that be a $250,000 criminal offense. No, he's got every right to say it. Right. And it's him being a jerk and they have every right to protest a store or bring it out and social media the hell out of him. I don't care. Yeah. Um. Those are two examples. So it was, this directive highlights how the establishment plans to dismantle the First Amendment, 
piecemeal by criminalizing certain words and phrases before tumbling down the slippery slope of full-blown censorship akin to what's happening on social media to conservatives. But this directive is even more insidious because unlike on social media where one is simply silenced for speaking against liberal orthodoxy, New York City actually threatens exorbitant fines or uttering for uttering words or phrases they don't like. That was obviously his opinion, the author of this article. So yeah, I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I'm going to make a prediction here, a couple of predictions. One, this is going to get fast-tracked to the Supreme Court. Yeah. It's going to get there real fast. And secondly, I'm going to guess the vote is maybe seven to two, but I'm going to be so bold as to maybe say even eight to one yeah. against it. And I think you're going to see a dissent maybe from Sotomayor, but uh, unbelievably, uh, the queen of liberal uh, legislation herself, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is going to say, you can't do this. Yeah, There's just no way. Well, I think it, fast tracking would be the way to, I mean, I would hope it'd be fast tracked, but I think part part of it would be that maybe they even know that it wouldn't survive the Supreme Court. But right now, I think like there's the term, the process is the punishment. And I think just forcing people to to you know be careful about doing this otherwise they will be stuck in litigation or stuck in the courts stuck possibly paying a lot of money for lawyers or the fine itself until this gets squared away is going to scare people straight in their mind well i i for one welcome this believe it or not hmm. for two reasons one this is just this is more this is stepping on the accelerator in their pursuit of the extreme left I mean, these candidates cannot stop racing to the left. And I think now that de Blasio's out, you know, getting out three weeks ago or so, he's now going, well, I'm just going to go back to my city and clean up my city. And this is the second time they've done something like that. I'll get back to the first one. But I think, uh, you know, I, I welcome this because not only does it show how ridiculous this is all getting, no reasonable person will go for this, yeah. you know? And, uh, but on top of that, this just sets more precedent. This is going to go to the Supreme court. Supreme court's going to say, shut up. And that's going to go in as a case and, uh, you know, be part of the precedent. And I think my other prediction I'm going to make is that before this gets to the Supreme court, well, about the time they say the Supreme court says they're going to hear it. Uh, they'll go up oh, bygones. Didn't mean it. Sorry. Never mind. We'll get rid of it. And that brings me to my prior example, the, uh, the New York city gun case that's going to the Supreme court. Do you know about that one? No. So there is a, I don't know the ins and outs of this law, but basically it said, if you have a permit in New York to carry a gun, and I'm, I'm going to butcher this a little, but it was something like you can't you can't uh, you can't just put it on your hip and drive it to the gun club. You have to, you know, put it in a special case. It has to be in your trunk. You need oh, separate the magazine from the gun and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was just adding yeah. more and more restrictions to this. What's already an extremely res restrictive state. So they got sued by a I can't remember if it was a gun club or gun organization. And the Supreme Court took the case and New York City went, oh, well, no, never mind. We changed it. Hmm. And the Supreme Court's still going to take it. And all Good. the gun grabbers are going, 
you can't you can't take it because no one's harmed there is no there's no law in place which is an argument you can make but i think this court is taking it saying hey you could just put another ridiculous law in place yeah just and i think this is what New York is trying to do with this. I think they're going to throw this out there and see what happens. The Supreme, Supreme Court is going to say, hey, we'll take that on. And they'll go, uh, you know what? We're kidding. Hmm. I think they're just, they're throwing this stuff out there to sort of test the waters. Well, I guess a more relevant question I have for you, Rooster, is why do you hate immigrants and brown people so much? Why do I? Yeah. I mean, mm, if you I'm... if you think that this is a bad law that de Blasio is putting out there, all it is is protecting uh, immigrants and protecting minorities. So why do you hate them so much? Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> an idiot could frame it that way. I mean, I, I mean, boom, mic drop. I just got you. Yeah, you did. Boom. I'm, <laughs> I'm a hateful bigot. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that's, that's, no. that, that's the accusation you get though. I'd be like, yeah, but what's wrong? The, these businesses shouldn't be telling people not to speak their language. These businesses shouldn't be telling them to go back to their country. It's hateful. It's hurtful. Why would you be against that? Well, it's amazing to me how much the modern day uh, white liberal can compartmentalize. I mean, they just think, well, this this isn't a problem. You know, why would anyone call anybody such bad names? So we should just not not do this. And there's a there's a phrase that they tell lawyers in law school that says good cases make bad laws, you know, And so most reasonable people can look at this and say, just like we did, if you say that, you're kind of a dick. If you've got a store and two people are in it speaking Thai and you say, speak English or go back to your country, that as the store owner, kind of a prick, yeah, you know, but because of the First Amendment, you have the right to say that stuff. And the reason we have a First Amendment is so that you can disagree with things and the state can't say as they are in this case, there's some speech we're just not going to accept. There's just, there's no way around it. The court, despite, you know, going from left to right and back and forth over the many years it's been around, has hung to the Bill of Rights fairly closely. And this is a no-brainer. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is even going to say, yeah, you just can't, you can't do that. Do you remember that case where, this was a few years ago. I don't like four or five, maybe where it was, I think it was in New York where a restaurant owner was putting up, um, signs up saying, make your orders in English or you won't be served. And it was like one of those where you go up to the counter and you order something and then you go down to the end of the counter, they make it and then you pick it up at the end and you pay. And he put a sign up saying, make your, do your orders must be done in English or you won't get, you know, you won't get served. You remember that at all? Yeah, they they made a big stink out of that. And he said, no, it's not because I hate people, hate uh, foreigners and hate that. It's just about efficiency. I'm very busy in here and trying to figure out about translations just messes up the flow. So I'm going to have everybody do everything from the menu that's clearly posted in English and everything's going to be ordered in English. So that's what his reasoning was. But most people are saying, oh, that's just an excuse. You're a bigot. (laughs) You know. Well, and, you know, I understand that. And for me. I'm I'm not going to put myself in that guy's shoes, um, you know, and I can see his point. Um, I can agree or disagree. It might with be even so, like an excuse. I don't care, but he should have every right to say that if he wants to. If you don't like it, don't go in there. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. have the right to vote with their feet. I have, I have the like that. They won't yeah. go. And I actually think he it might be a good excuse. 
that he came up, he might just say it's just so irritated by, you know, certain people that are, that are foreign. Maybe he just doesn't like him. And he's like, you know what? They've got bad attitudes. They got bad breath, whatever he's thinking. I don't care. I don't want to deal with them. I got plenty of business without those people. Get them out of here and I'm going to offend them. Maybe he felt that way, but you know what? He has every right to do that. It shouldn't be a criminal. Yeah. So, I mean, the, I mean, if there was the an, idea yeah. that the idea that you are entitled to a service just because, yeah, you know, and it's, it, it's really interesting. I heard, I heard Ron Paul before he left the Senate argue about how he would not, if the civil rights uh, law had been proposed today, you know, to make everything equal, he would not have voted for it, hmm. which was a little shocking to me. He would not have voted for the civil rights amendment. And uh, his reasoning was he wants there to be, um, and he's got a good point on this. He wants there to be um, it to be legal for someone to put up a sign that says, you know, no coloreds here or whatever, because he goes, that allows the racists to be out in full view. And we can say, we don't like those people. We're not going to patronize them. Right. You know? Well, yeah, I get it. If I, if I went into a, um, a Mexican restaurant and they, nobody spoke any English, maybe they knew they all could, but they, they chose not to. And I go up there and I go, I'd like a, a burrito and I'd like some tacos and I want some sour cream with those tacos. And they just looked at me with this blank look and they go, por qué? Or something. And I go, yeah. And, and, and I finally realized they're not going to, they're not going to respond to English. You know what I would do? I'd go, oh, well, I guess I better get out of here. And I'd leave. And I wouldn't think, God, I better call the cops on these people because they, they, they need to pay for this. You know? Well, but you know, you're coming from a place of privilege. Yeah. I just go to the next Chinese place. Right. Exactly. Because, you know, your privilege allows you to do that. Yeah. So, you know, but these people, they're used to not being served and, you know, they're starving in the streets because some guy in a restaurant tells them to speak English. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think you understand their pain, <laughs> their their plight. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, and I, I know. I, I know you identify as a uh, uh, handicapped black woman, lesbian. It's been a while since I've identified that way, but I, but I, I, I think I still have that right if I feel like it, though. Do you only do that when you're competing in sports, <laughs> or when I get pulled over? By the yeah. <laughs> so you can set some <laughs> records and avoid tickets. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, it's gonna, it's not gonna last. And I, I just think there are too many people in the Democratic Party, who are probably going, this is just going too far for us. Just like if there was a a Republican president, who was, and again, I argue with my friends on the left about this, the extreme right is not authoritarian, the extreme right is anarchy, it is you know, no enforcement of laws. And, you know, it's, I know people on the current political spectrum don't believe that, but, you know, it really is just well, it wasn't the wide far, open freedoms. And far you know? left is uh, authoritarian, aren't they? They're basically, aren't they? Aren't they like, isn't far left, isn't that, that's, I thought that was supposed to be anarchy, far left. Well, the far left is supposed to be classic liberals and all that, where you just keep going, going, and going like that. But the but they're not the Democratic Party, that left, 
you get into socialism and communism and eventually you get into dictatorships. But the and, Antifa type, those left, like super lefties that, I mean, they're, they're all about an anarchy, aren't they? Mm, they say that, but they're not really anarchists. I just, I wish I could have remembered where this was. I read an article about someone saying, look, the, the uh, Antifa is not anarchists. That's not who they are. They're communists and they're, Okay. You know, they're I, using fear and intimidation. I guess I'm I'm honestly confused as to what what you would consider a far left um um antifa type, you know, leftist as opposed to a far right um you know, when you think of far right now, you think of authoritarian or the very very hardcore religious right or you think of the, you know, the white um uh, supremacists and all that kind of stuff. Or, or well, even even I, black I supremacists. I, I like the black nationalists I would consider right wing. You know, See, I would white, think your far right would be that, and the difference is, you know, the far right gets into like the posse comitatus types, you know, mm -hmm. you, you can't put any restrictions on me. You can't tell me what I'm going to do. You can't. And See, isn't you know, that just more like extreme libertarian? I don't think so, because I think the extreme of the far right is anarchy and anarchy is what we want. We take, huh? You know, uh, a be, mob will I just guess, take it. My army's bigger than yours. I'll just take it from you. I guess I'm I'm feeling a little uh, ignorant or confused about it now. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, I'm sure I'll have some poli-sci science major, you know, tell me differently. Bullshit but it up you, to you. Tell you a lot of fancy terms. Well, but if you, yeah, if you look at Antifa, though, they're using anarchy and fear and intimidation to bring about a certain thing. You know, they're really trying to shout down or intimidate or um, injure one political party. Whereas I believe true anarchists, and I think this will fit into the definition of that, just do what they want to do. There's not an agenda behind it. It's a what do I want to do today oh, kind of thing. I guess it feels like to me that the anarchists are a mob rule types. So it's like pure democracy on the far left, like mob rule, where, you know, the, the loudest and the most uh, voices are the ones that are right or correct. And yet right, but they're still that. trying, they're still trying to rule. Yeah. Whereas like anarchists are just like, I'm just taking whatever I want, you know, and it's. It, so like, a, I, I guess I'm, yeah, I haven't thought about it like that. I'd have to consider that a little bit more. Like roving bands of hell's angels. Yeah. You know, I think the well, far more like left the would still have. The far left would still have po some political structure to it. But that devolve into like warlord society, basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So hmm. interesting. Well, I didn't yeah, know we were going to go down my, that uh, route. <laughs> that's, my, that's my experience from three poli-sci courses okay. in college. You know? All right. So. Well, did you want to do uh, your, your um, surprise um, instead of would you rather? Yeah. So this came up on a... Um, on a uh, memory thing i had on my own personal facebook page it was a quiz somebody took and these are just it there's like 25 questions on this but they're very short so it's not like uh would you do this or would you do that no. so we can try this out is this but more like table topics then remember what's that is this kind of our lucite brick of table topics type stuff uh well let's just do it and we'll see what happens right. here uh and some of them are meant to be kind of funny so uh <laughs> What was the last thing? What was the last thing you put in your mouth? <laughs> uh, well, you go first, Rooster. Uh, chicken fried rice. Oh, oh, food. Okay. Oh, oh, but it be it could be anything. Yeah. Probably the um, the sleeve of this microphone. 
<laughs> I get re- yeah, I get, you are I get, kind of a close talker. I get real close. <laughs> uh, where was your Facebook profile picture taken? That's a good question. I think uh, I think that was a selfie done in my bedroom, probably. Okay, like like all of your selfies. <laughs> yeah, but it was a such a it was like an extreme close up, so you can't see any surroundings. You just see my lower third of my face, basically. The one you post on harrygaybears.com. So. <laughs> that's, that's the one. How about you? <laughs> uh, mine was taken in Florida, on a beach in Florida. Uh, the one you generally post on Twinks R Us? Uh, no. Uh, for uh, reasons you would know immediately when you look at my <laughs> Facebook page. Um, right. Let's see. Uh, can you play Guitar Hero? Uh, I used to be able to. Okay. I was pretty good at it for, well, rock band, which is basically the same thing, right? Yeah. Um, I was I, pretty good. I do I, fine at the four key thing, the fifth one, I'm a fall part. Yeah, I could do like the hard guitaring on that, which doesn't mean anything in real life and there's nothing to brag about. <laughs> okay. Uh, name someone who made you laugh today. Um, probably a cool guy named Crow made me laugh. That dude's pretty damn funny. Other than that, uh, I think Sparrowhawk made me laugh. I don't know anything Crow ever says that's funny. Okay. Well, he always makes me laugh, but sometimes it's just a nervous chuckle, you've noticed. <laughs> uh, mine is my youngest. He makes me laugh all the time. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> that kid is hilarious. Today, he was doing the thing. Have you seen the commercial, the, the uh, insurance commercial, where they're like going around going in some like help group, and they're like... Pfft. You know, really? And then all of a sudden they go, oh, huh. he did, he'll do stuff like that all the time, just out of the blue. Sounds funny. That sounds like a, they must have got that. There's a guy, and I don't know what web channel it is, but he dresses up like this complete doofus with like high jeans and like a weird sweater and like a mullet. And he goes out to different things and he does that where he walks by and watches like, let's say there's guys working on a sewer or something out in New York. He'll walk by and he'll look at him. And then finally, when they look at him, he goes, like does that like dismissive gesture. like <laughs> Like, yeah. Like what? Well, what this was like a, this was like a pessimist R us meeting or something, and they were talking about you know an insurance company doing this, and they're all like blowing it off, and then one of them goes, but it can save you a lot of money, and they'll go, ooh. ooh. Okay. So he does that stuff all the time. I mean, he just pulls obscure references out like that and makes them. <laughs> all right. Makes them laugh. Uh, how late did you stay up last night, and why? Um, last night. I stayed up watching YouTube videos pretty late till probably midnight. I went to bed early for me, which was like 11, but that's only because I was tired from my business trip to Vegas where I was up to like three in the morning twice. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was just preparing. Now, in my prepare. defense, it was three in the morning here, but oh. it was one in the morning there. Well, I was preparing so. for our shows. That's why I was watching YouTube videos. So it was, okay. was work-related. Uh, if you could live somewhere else, would you and where? Absolutely. I'm not going to tell anybody because then they'd want to follow me there because they know it's awesome since I want to live there. Uh, I know where it is. Yeah, you know, but don't let it, don't spill it. Okay. The gravity is uh, one-third of the earth, by the way. What's that? The gravity is one-third of the earth. That's the only hint I'm going to give. Yeah, Okay. <laughs> Uh, Everybody should I, move there. I wouldn't move. No, just because no. I'd have to. 
I mean, what if there, what, I mean, if you didn't have to, if, if everybody else was on board with, like, if you didn't have to convince anybody. So everybody was like, yeah, cool. If, whatever you said, it was like, so you wouldn't get anybody like the kids wouldn't be like, no, my friends and all that in my school, they wouldn't worry. Like if it was just, everybody's hunky dory, you'd still want to stay. Screw them. I'm thinking about my friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. But you like got like, both, you of, can my, stay both connected. of my friends would be very upset. <laughs> you could stay connected with social media pretty good to the, nowadays. I mean, video Not good Skyping and conference calls and like know, this sexting. <laughs> all right moving on right. uh which one of your friends lives closest to you uh well i can't this would be kind of doxing so I okay have a well friend, you can skip it yeah i have a friend that lives close but i'd have to say his name and that would kind of it's not cool all right uh do you believe exes can be friends <laughs> yeah i actually okay do. and you know why because I have yeah. exes that are friends. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think so, but I don't think, I don't necessarily think it's a good idea. Well, and it, it, honestly, it all depends on your, what relationship you're in too. I mean, if you're in a relationship with, with a person and then you have an ex that you're going to go hang out with and have a coffee with, that's probably not cool. Yeah. I just, I don't know if it. I mean, it's certainly there are exceptions like everything else, but I think in general, it's just not a good idea. Yeah. If you're, so. if you're single, yeah, why not? You know, you could be friends with an ex, but if you're in a committed relationship with somebody else, it's probably not a good idea for the health of that relationship. Well, if one of those parties has like unresolved issues from it, even if it's been a long time and the other party doesn't, yeah, or, or at least has passed that and is in a relationship and asked for advice about it or anything, you just, I don't think you're going to get good advice yeah there's context involved for sure i mean my context yeah. is different than you know your context you know yeah so all right how do you feel about dr pepper i dig it i like dr pepper and i like dr pepper cake have you ever had it no you know they you've, you've had coke cake though right coke, uh, no when they use the soda to make the cake it's like really good i like it i like the dr pepper um what do you call it floats too I'm uh, I'm ambivalent, but I do wonder if Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb are friends. I mean, they're in the same business. So. <laughs> I like I like Mr. Pibb too. So, when was the last time you cried really hard? Ooh, the last time I cried really hard. Well, I cried watching a movie, but it wasn't really hard. It was manly tears that just like shed down my cheeks, kind of. Yeah, didn't, I didn't like sob or anything. And then before that, it's probably a little too personal. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I, I put my dog to sleep a couple years ago. Yeah, that's a rough one. I've, I I bawled like a baby when that happened. So. Yeah, it was hard. And my my oldest was in there through the whole thing. Like he was like, I, I left it up to him. He was old enough. And I said, you don't have to do this. And he said, nope, I'm going to stay with him till the last minute. Oof. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was tough. So um, who took your profile picture? Well, you said it was yeah. a selfie. Yep. My wife took mine. So. Okay. Uh, who was the last person you took a picture of? That's a good question. Uh, I think the last person I took a picture of. Your dick pics don't count. <laughs> Even if you name it? That's not a person. Uh, Ron John Swanson. Uh, <laughs> I think it was my nephew. I think that's okay. the last picture I took. Uh, mine's my kids. 
I take pictures of my kids all the time and pretty much nobody else. When you say it's your kids, it doesn't sound creepy. When I say it's my nephew, it sounds creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. If you said your niece, I'd be a little more concerned. Uh, It was at an event, by the way. Was yesterday better than today? Uh, No. Okay. How about you? Uh, I was traveling yesterday, and I generally don't like to do that, so... I got a lot I'll, I'll tell you, you know what happened to me on the plane? The One of my biggest pet peeves, I had a middle seat, which is, you know, those are never really fun, but the guy at the window seat um, would not put the window shades up at all. Like even when we were landing hmm. and there was a ton of turbulence, like we were getting shaken around and stuff. And I'm just like, I generally don't have a problem with flying um, other than when there's turbulence and I can't see anything outside. So, like, if we're in the clouds and there's turbulence, I just need, I, you know, I want to see the ground coming when hmm. I die. So, Yeah, I'm generally opposite. I'm actually, if I'm at the window, I usually leave the shade up just because it doesn't matter because I have my hands crossed in my lap and my eyes closed and my chin to my chest. I don't actually pray, but I think about anything but flying when I'm taking <laughs> off and landing. Well, it's great now because they give you so many free movies. You can just sit there with your headphones plugged in. Yeah, I usually listen to an audio book or something while it's happening. Yeah. So, uh, Can you live a day without TV? Yeah, done it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you upset about anything? <laughs> You're upset about stuff all how, the time. How much time do we have? I, I really am. So, yeah, I don't want to get into I think that that's a, that's a whole episode right there. Yeah, I I mean I'm I'm upset about politics, the state of politics. I'm upset about the state of race relations in this country which has gone down the shitter. I mean, obviously anybody that listens to this podcast knows, you know, what I'm upset about. Yeah. Now, I think for me that stuff comes and goes, but uh I yeah, you know the stuff I'm upset mm-hmm. about. So, uh <laughs> Here's a good one. Do you think relationships are ever really worth it? Yeah, of course they are. If you, if you didn't think they're worth it, you'd be a kind of a sad, you'd be like a loner or a sociopath. Okay. Right? Sure. That's the answer I should give, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's a loner and sociopath? I mean, I should give, say that? No, that's that's bad. We should, we I think should. you said something earlier about, you know, context is important. <laughs> Leave it at that. Yeah, I, I, I know what your answer would be. Uh, relationships are important, right? Are you, are you a bad influence? No. Yeah, I'm not either much as I'd like to be sometimes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a good influence when some people are going to make some bad choices. I'll try to talk them out of it. So, uh, night out or night in generally night in sometimes yeah, I I'm... really want to have a night out though. So it's not always night in, but if you have to, you know, measure which one more night in night in. Yeah. More, but I, I mean, a night out once in a while is really cool. And I mean like the kind where yeah, but... I, you know, like you go out with a couple of friends and you don't necessarily, you just kind of wander and all that stuff. And yeah. I, for me, when I get together with friends, I want to like spend time with those friends. You know, I want to talk to them and catch up and do all those things. And I can do that moving from place to place or bar to bar or whatever. But generally I want to spend the time hanging out with them. Well, that could so... be an argument for time in too. I mean, just 
sitting in someone's in your backyard with the fire going and shooting the shit. Right. Yeah. I think, I think to answer that as if, if you were to answer that, like say night out, definitely not out. You'd be like a party person. You'd be like, like I, if I have to spend time at home, it's to change clothes and take a shower and go party. I mean, that's the kind of attitude I think if you're a night out kind of person, most people probably be a night in people and then just say, yeah, but with the, with the certain times where I just need to get out and do something fun that's out in the town or whatever. Yeah. I like to do a night out, but I need several nights in to recover from. <laughs> yeah. uh, what items could you not go without during the day? Uh, here lately, I think my phone. It'd be really rough not to have that. Yeah, probably. And especially like work days, I need it. So. I hate my phone. I it, all things all things being equal, I would love to not have one. Yeah. Would you? But it'd be tough for me not not to wear underwear. I, I don't like free balling. So there's that on the opposite end of the spectrum there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw uh, that in, I guess. I Items? I don't know. I I mean, again, I'm big on hanging out with my kids. I mean, I use my computer almost every day or I play PlayStation or something. So, like, I guess I like the distraction of video games once in a while. Yeah, but you can go without those. What about yeah, your car? You like the ability to get in your car and go. Is it just say for one day? Uh, during the day, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it were more than one day, a car would be really rough not to get by with. Yeah, but I don't have anything cliched like, oh, coffee. I have to have my coffee. or anything Oh, like shit. I didn't even think about that. Fuck. Uh, what does the last text message in your inbox say? I will take a look. Mine's from you, and it says, can you hear me? <laughs> uh well then well then yours is mine is probably from you then i would imagine yeah, probably like no so all right i gotta take a look now so the last message in <laughs> not sure how to do that <laughs> that's how about you. this that's from we'll you when we're trying to figure out this calling situation yeah uh well, this might be skippable too how do you feel about your life right now that's a big question so how do I feel about my life? Yeah. That's there there's there that's another one contextual or with different aspects that you have to delve into if you want to be honest about it. Great. Yeah. Everything's Just great. Generally on a scale from one to ten. One being terrible, ten being I'm a generally a five guy. I, I don't get six and, I, I'm about a six and a half and generally like to be at about eight. So Yeah, I don't get overly worked up. I mean, it, people might think that's funny that I said that, but I don't generally get overly worked up. Or if I do, it's not for very long. It's like very momentary. So I'm very even keel and my life is kind of even keel. So I don't get yeah, excited I don't about know. stuff. You're kind of going through a stage right now. Yeah. So maybe a 4.8. <laughs> there you go. Uh, do you hate anyone? Absolutely. <laughs> With a passion. Whole it's gr- what makes whole, your blood run. Isn't whole it? groups of people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. Well, no, I'm not kidding. But uh, yeah, I hate uh, I hate uh, pedophiles. How's that sound? That's an easy one to hate. Yeah, hate's a weird thing for me because I generally try not to use that word, mm-hmm. just because to me it means like like when I see people piss me off, I generally don't go. I hate that guy and mean it because that's like more. That's more valuable than I want to assign to somebody who cut me off in traffic or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't say I, I hate. And as far as hating like a a political class or anything like that, or or these you know politicians I've never met, I just I can't. 
I disagree with him a lot. Mm. And I don't want to sound like all kumbaya, like, well, I'm sure his people, they're wonderful. No, I'm sure some of them are assholes. Are there people just, that enrage you though? Like, like if you were to like get in face to face with some people, would you, if you get enraged by that people, well, can't you, can't you safely say that you hate them? Cause I get enraged by Antifa. If I went out on the, at a protest, that's why it's so tough for me to think maybe I shouldn't go to a protest or go to a rally, a Trump rally. Cause if I got face to face with Antifa, I would be fucking enraged. And I, that, that equates to hate to me. I guess for me to hate somebody, it sort of means they got to hang around for a little while, you know, hmm. like they gotta, I mean, they gotta be in my life somehow, you know, you can't, otherwise you I'm can't, just like, what about like piss me off and I'm done. With a them. good example is, is these Antifa types that show up and they, they screech at people and they wear their masks and they throw bottles at people and they, they chant bullshit and you don't, you just, you don't have any kind of hate for them. Cause I sure fucking do. I guess if I was like Joey Gibson and I was in Portland and they, this, I kept running into the same ones, you know, I'd be like, I hate that guy. Otherwise I'd just be like, they, I hated them in sort of an abstract sort of way. I know? hate, uh, I hate, you know what? I hate some politicians. I really do. I've grown to know who they are and I, f I fucking hate them. I think they're evil people. Can you guess yeah, who? I, I guess hate for me just seems to be uh, something that I, means I, I, I have more invested I, in I a think person. I think despise than... too. You might, if you say you despise somebody, you might as well say you hate them too. So I despise Hillary Clinton. So okay. probably hate her, right? I mean, if you despise so, somebody, you can equate that to hate. I just think she's useless. I think the worst thing I can call you is useless. Well, that's hurtful. I, me, you're I calling think me she's useless? useless? Oh, she, okay. Uh, if we were to look in your Facebook inbox, what would we find? Facebook inbox? Yeah. Well, I don't know what a Facebook inbox is. Yeah, nothing. I would have notifications saying, you know, that. Is that what they're talking about? Like notifications? I, or, or I guess. Or... I mean, I don't know what a Facebook. Inbox. I have a That's like couple a, messages from friends. That's probably their, about it. Email has inboxes. I didn't know Facebook has something called an inbox. I thought Facebook had a homepage or a feed, right? Maybe they're talking about Facebook feed, right? Maybe. A fa my Facebook feed would have a lot of posts from political organizations and from politically active friends, probably. Yeah. I have some messages from friends. That's about it. Uh, say you were given a drug test right now, would you pass it? Yeah, as long as it took alcohol out of the equation. Yeah, I, I think that's legal. You're not driving. Uh, never taken a single drug in my life. Really? D don't have a problem with people doing it. In fact, I'm very, you know, let's get rid of the drug laws. I just know that I'm subject to addictive behaviors, and I was always terrified that if I tried something I liked, I'd never stop oh, funny. it. Yeah, I know, I know for a fact I don't have an addictive personality. And I've taken a decent amount of drugs to know that I don't have an addictive personality because yeah. I've taken them. I've gotten the, the ups from the, from the drugs and I've gotten the, the downs and I'm like, Ooh, I don't like these downs. I don't think I'm going to do that again. And that was it. You know? So it's like, yeah, I think I can, I think I, I mean, I've never done heroin, for, you know? So they said, you know, there's certain drugs that are like super addictive. I've never tried that kind of thing. So I don't know, but I suspect that I'd be like, God, this, this feels kind of awesome and then the down would come i'd be like that this feels like shit i don't ever want this again <laughs> <laughs> uh has anyone ever called you perfect before yeah every lady i've ever been with how about you i was gonna say who doesn't call me perfect <laughs> uh what song is stuck in your head right now uh I, there is no song in my head do you have a song in your head 
Um, I, I just baby shark keeps getting in there, and it's starting to bug me. Baby shark. I don't even know what yeah. that is. Is that a new I'll song? I'll tell or an you sometime. I'm not. I'm not doing it to anybody else. It it's an, probably enough that I've said it here. Is it an old song or a kid song? What is it? Yeah, it's a kid song, and some people are going to be like, "Fuck you, rooster! Way to go!" <laughs> yeah, so, I generally. I will do say have. this: the one song I have that will chase any song out of my head, uh, and some people find it just as annoying, is uh, "Call Me Maybe." I don't hate that song. Oh, and it will chase any song out of my head. Yeah, that's a catchy one. Yeah. Uh. Want to have grandkids before you're 50 and it's not happening. Do I want to retroactively? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> no. Uh, someone knocks on your door at 2 a.m. Who do you want it to be? Uh, booty call. <laughs> who? <laughs> Specifically who? Yeah. I thought my answer was good enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, just like any booty call? Uh, just a booty call okay so i'm gonna leave it at that all right how about you uh i'm gonna go with something like super cheesy and have it be like you know an old friend i haven't seen in a while wants to come and talk for like three hours okay so yeah if it's published if they say it's publisher's clearinghouse don't open the door because they don't knock <laughs> your door at 2 a.m land shark <laughs> land shark uh we're almost done here mm-hmm. name something you have to do tomorrow that's boring i have to help uh sparrowhawk with some construction work okay hands on coaching i'm coaching baseball so uh do you think too much or too little uh too much because sometimes i get insomnia from it yeah try smr i'm telling you yeah no that just i think it would drive me curious but i guess listening to audiobooks just like a person speaking like at a regular tone can put me to sleep sometimes so but if you're yeah. if you've been overthinking, nothing will help. I mean, if you've if the gears are turned, especially if you've done some sort of project that took a lot of a lot of thinking to put it together, and you do it right before you go to bed, it's like nope, ain't gonna happen. Ain't gonna fall asleep because you're you know you're tweaking your whatever you came up with in your mind while you're trying to sleep. Yeah. So no, I think I think way too much, just too much in general. Yeah. Hence this podcast. <laughs> so. Do you smile a lot? Yeah. Pretty sure I do. Really? You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, and well, I good. Do, you, you hear you hear my nervous laughter all the time? That's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's me that's making true. up for my darkness. Okay. All right. Here's the bonus round. How many hours a day do you spend on the computer? Ooh, not including porn. Um, it's on and off. Some days I don't spend any time on the computer. So... Uh, if you like weekly, yeah, I would say maybe eight hours at the most. Yeah. I'm probably over the court. I, I really don't get on it on the weekends at all. And at work I'm on it half the time. So maybe I average about four hours. I do like some of my research for, for the show I'll do on the computer. Um, and that takes, you know, maybe an hour and then editing that takes me a couple hours. Okay. So, but, uh. As far as like, uh, I guess, yeah, as far as like looking at Facebook and stuff, I'll do that on the phone, but that's like a couple minutes a day. So okay. not a lot. If you could be anyone else for a day, who would you be? I don't know. Uh, if I could be anyone else and then come back and tell people I was like what that person's life was like and what I did when I was in that person's shoes. Uh, sure. Trump. 
Who? Trump. President Trump. You'd just be Crow? <laughs> I said Trump. President Trump. Oh, I said Crow. Uh, President Crow. Yeah. No, I think, <laughs> I think if you could spend a day as Trump and just figure out what he actually goes through all day and what, what he says to people and what, I don't know if you'd be him or if you'd just be like looking through his eyes or, you know, experiencing what he does, like as he does it would be more interesting to me than just like looking like him and trying to act like him. I think that would be dumb, you know? living his yeah. life, but not being him, but like being like in Trump's brain or mind and watching what he goes through and he hearing his thoughts would be pretty fucking interesting. <laughs> I think I it would be someone, and I can't think of anyone specifically, but it would be something like a, a movie star or professional athlete or public persona just to want to see what their regular day is like, you know, not to be like out and about and have people being like, oh, oh, that's so-and-so. But, you know, like if it's a movie star, it's like, what is an actual day of shooting like for them? Mm -hmm. You know? Just to experience that and see. So. Yeah. No, you know what I would, you know what I would do? I would want to be a woman so I could understand the patriarchy. Ah, not just anyone. And how it, and how it oppresses me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A couple of these are quick and then, uh. <laughs> there's two funny ones at the end. Okay. For, funny for me hearing you answer. All right. Uh, Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Even though Facebook is evil and Zuckerberg can suck a dick. I've never been, I've never been on Twitter and I should try and do I it. Signed up, show. Yeah, I signed up. I have for a Twitter. great, I have a great Twitter icon. I should, I yeah, should, or should. avatar or whatever. I should use it. I signed up uh, for chicken? it. I followed a couple of people, but I never, never tweeted. Chicken or beef? Um, that's a good question. I'd probably eat more chicken. So chicken. And beef's better. Yeah, a good steak is great and ham I love yeah. hamburgers. So I Mac or PC? PC. I hate all Apple products with a passion. Yeah. Have you ever punched anyone in the face? Nope. I would never do such a thing. Sure. <laughs> sure. I, I've seen I, the video. I admit to nothing. <laughs> well, I'll admit for you. I saw it. <laughs> oh. Uh yeah, just that one have time. You, have you ever been punched in the face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll admit to, because there's no legal liability involved in that. So yes, I've been yeah. punched in the face. I actually got my lips split open, had to get stitches. I've never been like, I mean, other than when I was a kid and you're in like scrapes and stuff, I've never been really punched in the face by like, an, I've been in fights, but nobody got me square in the face oh. or anything. I like told that, you about so. that lawn dart incident, right? Yeah. Yeah. We talked kid, about that before. Yeah, the kid punched me square in the nose. So yeah. Ran home, cried to my mom. She said, suck it up. Go back and hit him. I have punched people in the face, yes. So, <laughs> so. And, and all right, no, that was no, that was it. Okay. Well, that was that was interesting. I think even if people wouldn't be interested in what we have to say, it'd be interesting for them to hear those questions and go, Well, what would I say to those? So Yeah, yeah. exactly. So while you're doing this, pause it. And think about it and then <laughs> play it back again. Yeah. So anyway, well, that, uh, that was a little bit longer than would you rather questions. Yeah, but it was different. Yeah. So we'll get back to would you rather next time. So probably would have broke those up into smaller chunks and put that in about three episodes. If it were me, if it were me, but, uh, yeah, I'm not in charge of that part of it, I guess. Um, I wanted to, uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up was it's sort of just a general topic, but. And I don't know if it's just in my news feed on my phone, but because I sort of get stuff from both sides and by both sides, I mean the extremes and not much in the middle. But I am amazed at how far the left is taking 
some of these some of these articles to just I mean either like uh is it Tom Holman who was the uh ice director at one point? Mm, it doesn't sound familiar, so I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh he's you've seen him. He's sort of a you know, he he looks like a Jimmy Hoffa sort of wannabe. He used to uh work for Ice and he's on a oh. lot of the talk shows and he's testified in front of uh um, Congress and he and uh, AOC get into it all the time. Well, he had, uh, he had, I think you could sort of call it a meltdown because she was just baiting him. And uh, he got after her a couple weeks ago and then he just had another one hmm. where he basically told the Congresswoman who kept interrupting him, he says, Look, I'm a taxpayer. You work for me. But, uh, you know, this article just said, and I think it was the Daily Beast, although I could be wrong, was just saying, Oh my gosh, can you believe this guy just melting down like this? And it's never sort of taking a journalistic point of view where you say, well, you know, he was aggravated by the questioning and I'm not excusing what he did, but hmm. I see more. And yes, the right does this too. I mean, Fox is as guilty as anybody else in doing this stuff. But, um, but the one that really amazed me was, uh, do you remember the guy couple of years ago from Seattle, he was the CEO of Gravity Payment Systems who said, um, I, he read some happiness survey that said everybody who makes more than 70,000 bucks is happy with their life and everybody below it really kind of isn't. Oh, is that the guy so who started he, paying all the employees? At... Yeah, he paid all of his employees $70,000. Yeah. And himself, he was taking a million dollar salary, although I find that hard to believe. I uh, was taking a million dollar salary, so he decided to pay himself seventy thousand dollars also. Yeah, but yeah. And now he picked up a subsidiary company in like uh, Idaho somewhere, and they uh, he's going to do it there too. And this was a CNN article, and they said, "This is just great." You know, this guy he's really a maverick sort of. CEO guy. He's really, uh, everybody should be like him. CEO with a heart. Yeah. And this would be great. And look what he's doing for his employees. And they left out everything that happened. Employees when he did hated it. him. Everything. Yeah. Well, many of his employees liked him. Well, yeah, the ones but, that didn't deserve that kind of pay, but the ones that. But were... his longtime employees yeah. who had been there said, yeah, I'm out. Because. Yeah. I was already making seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Now every jackass yeah, was here Joe for three weeks here is make making just too. as much as me. Fuck that. Yeah, he had. Uh, so Gravity Payments, I think, was a credit card processing company or something like that. He had some big clients who pulled out because they believed he was uh, he was unstable in his decision making process. Well, yeah, and he was a bad financial manager. Sounds. Um, and it may not have been that. Maybe they were just. Uh, maybe they thought. Oh, this is a lefty nut job. I hate this guy. No, they saw the right in the wall. They're like, we know what's coming down the pike here. Um, his brother, who I believe was 25% owner in the company. Yeah, he's like, what the hell? <laughs> had had no, I mean, he wasn't asked. He wasn't given any input on this. And he sued him. Um, and then he, because he was making a million dollars, the CEO, he had to sell his his they called it a mansion i don't know what his house was really like but he had to sell his house and rent rent it back from the people he sold it to Jeez. so doing this made his life completely chaotic 
It was a bad decision. No reasonable CEO, regardless of political stripe, would do something like this. You know, and now he's doing it again. CNN is just like, he's great. No, he's an idiot. Yeah, but it's all about virtue signaling now. And it, 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 like even the media, if if you virtue signal, the media will hype that virtue signaling because they virtue signaling upon the virtue signaling. Let me ask you this. If you had to picture this guy, what do you think he looks like? Uh, like a skinny neck dude with a, like a, like a hipster beard. Yeah. Hair length, long, short, what? Um, probably like longish on the top and, uh, some curls and, uh, all business in the back. Nope. Super long hair, but he does have the hipster beard. Um, skinny, you know, I mean, you, you know exactly the type. Yep. Just close. Yeah. Yeah. They got to look. And he thinks, I mean, there'll be people who say, well, he must be smart because now he's acquiring another company. Well, I don't know the whole story behind that because obviously CNN didn't report anything with this. Um, So I don't know how he got there, but I'm surprised to see the guy still got his company after everything he went through. pretty amazing. I thought thought the last I heard it went tits up, but I guess. I I mean, apparently it's still there and. I don't know what this company was that he acquired. Maybe it was a, maybe he's been successful and, um, you know, he got out on the other side of this, how he did. I can't imagine how, but yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that I'd be hearing back from that guy again after that, those shenanigans, (laughs) but just, I mean, no news on this. And there's so many articles like this now that people are just, they're blatantly ignoring the other side. It used to be, you could always sort of expect an article would be, you know, tainted or colored a little bit by the, by the person who was, uh, you know, writing it. If their politics were on the left, you could, you could always see a little bit of the left in there. Or if they were from the right, same thing, you know, but uh, it's like, it's like most places. And it seems to be from my end worse on the left it's certainly happening on the right, but like they just don't even care about the facts anymore. Yeah. And I think about this thing um, with Adam Schiff and his whole getting out there and saying, well, this is what the conversation with Trump yeah, and the Ukrainian president goes. Fucking amazing. It's not even, no, it's not even close to true. It's all made up bullshit. And then he goes, well, it's just parody. Well, and that's the thing. It he, When he started out speaking, um, when he started reading from his version of the transcript, he started out by saying that this is what I imagine it to have, have said or something like that. So he, he, he started out trying to, you know, cover his ass and say, I'm, I'm, I'm not, this is not literal. Um, he didn't say it like that. He did it like in a sneaky way so that most people hearing it would go, Oh my God, did Trump really say that? And he's, he's counting on, he was betting on the low information voter types to hear that and be outraged all, you know, and, and, and use that to motivate them to be more anti-Trump and, and to stay up in arms and to, you know, to motivate them to spread the word and to vote you know, against Trump. That was his motivation. So don't give me this shit that, um, yeah, but people are smart enough. They would know that this is, this is parody. That's what the, some of the Republicans came out and said, they're like, Oh, it's not a big deal. It was a parody and we're smart. The voting public's smart enough to know. And he's like, I'm like, no, he knows that his base is not smart enough to go beyond what he just said. And they're going to be outraged by that. And they're going to believe that was real. And that's going to be, you know, hard to, um, you're going to come up to somebody in the street and you go, you know, Trump, you know, that, um, call between Trump and the, uh, the 
uh, what was it? The Yugosl- not Yugoslavian, um, Ukrainian. Ukrainian president was all a big nothing. And they're like, no, no. He said, listen to me. You're going to have to do what I say or I'm not going to um, give you any money. And uh, and if you don't do what I say, it's going to be big consequences. For That's what he said. And I'm like, you're going to be like, oh, my God, that fucking Schiff. <laughs> I'm starting, I'm starting yeah. three steps back now. You know what he was people. doing? He was not dog whistling. He was pied pipering. Ooh. <laughs> I'm getting all fancy. Yeah. He was Pied Pipering. So. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Kind of what he was doing. That's actually a good way to put it. It's like, a, it's more than dog whistling. It's, it's taking the lemmings and, and getting right up to the cliff. Well, and I know you talked about this some last time, uh, but of course I wasn't there, so it wasn't good quality, but, yeah. uh, you know, it was sound- okay. But, you're but, uh. You're sounding more and more like Bill O'Reilly calling into, uh, <laughs> calling into, into Glenn Beck. <laughs> I know. Gotta hate that guy. I just do. <laughs> oh. Um, but but you know, they're they're doing this whole thing about well, here's what we think Trump said and his quid pro quo, but they're just ignoring the fact that Biden goes, Yeah, I told them fire that prosecutor, you're not getting your six you're not getting your billion dollars in aid. You got six hours. And when the Ukrainian president at the time goes, Well, that's the president's decision, he's like, Yeah, call him. Yeah. I mean that is that is do what I say or you don't get your money. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and and they don't see that. I mean, they obviously see it, but it's either willful ignorance on the on that, or they, it's just willful uh, misdirection, and they know that there's enough stupid people out there that will not hear the truth or want to hear the truth. I guess. Enough- well, I've heard some Democrats defend it, saying, "Well, it wasn't an election. You know, it's not oh, like he was on. meddling in an election." Well, okay, true, except that. Uh, you know, it, it was extortion. It's everything they're, yeah. they're accusing Trump of doing and saying, hey, you know, you're using the American taxpayer as leverage to get something you want. And then they say, well, it was a corrupt it was a corrupt uh, prosecutor. Well, the the company, the company that they were investigating that Biden's son was at, who has their American legal team went back and apologized and said, sorry, that should have never been said. If it, if they weren't, if they weren't corrupt, why would they say anything? Yeah. Why would they feel like they had to go back and say something? And I mean, and the Ukrainian government came out and admit that they basically tried to help Clinton. And when Trump got elected, they stopped and went, okay, we're sorry. (laughs) Didn't mean it. Yeah, but, Sorry. It, but I wish I had the quote in front of me. Um, it's getting late, so I'm not going to look it up. But Pelosi, when she was talking, she finally decided that she has has to go ahead with the proceedings to look into possibly impeaching, you know, all that kind of shit. She she finally it's had a it. sad day for America. And then she know. talked about how how Trump was dangerously, um, you know, basically un-American. And it was I mean, it was like really shitty stuff to say that had no basis in what any of this is. It's just as if they're talking about two completely different subjects. And you're like, wait a minute, she's talking about this phone call and the whistle bullshit whistleblower stuff. I, I don't, and she's saying he's un-American and treasonous. How is this? Is she talking about the same thing I just heard? Listen, Nancy said, we got to pray for America. Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. For the children. That it's, too. it's a time for praying for America so that we can heal because this is a serious thing. Almost as serious as when you have to declare war. Well, Congress shouldn't have to take this up. You know, 
I just listen to what my grandma used to say about Pelosi. Fuck that old bat. That's what she would say. <laughs> Take it to heart. Oh, yeah. What what fun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see what uh, the next week of Washington, D.C. shit show brings. So. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> There's going to be pl- a plenty to get uh, to be sour about. If that, I can't remember what one of the questions you had was like, are you, what are you most down about? Yeah. This kind of shit. <laughs> yeah that we seem to be run by child, children and imbeciles yeah and women let's not forget that women who should never have gotten the right to vote what was it that blonde always says i know women can vote but no they? that was uh that was uh gavin mcginnis <laughs> that's gavin mcginnis well line. but i think uh blonde said it too yeah she's she's in the same mindset so yeah but, gavin uh, usually says it when he's trolling somebody yeah 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 they should have the right to vote but should they <laughs> yeah all right well on that note pissing off all our female listeners um and our and our male feminist listeners that we have yeah because we got a lot of those we'll we'll call it there um if you want to get in contact with us it's rooster at bread and circuses podcast.com or crow at bread and circuses podcast.com and check us out on the facebook page of bread and circuses podcast see you bye